Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Everyone, welcome into the Pick LJ Podcast. I'm here today with our good friend Ron Cheslock and a guest who we had on not long ago. I've got Leslie Thomas with the Tabor House. Uh, it's good to have her back on with us. Last time we had Leslie on, we talked about the Tabor House Museum, but she's also the head of the Georgia chapter of the Trail of Tears Association. We want to focus on that today. Um, Leslie, welcome back on. Thank you. Yeah, so as we said, we want to talk about the Trail of Tears Association and your role with that. So starting off, tell me a bit about the Georgia chapter of the Trail of Tears Association, how you came to be the president, how long? This is my second tour of duty as president. We had fallen by the wayside with COVID and nobody was coming up to bat to take over. I was reelected as president. I had been president from 2014 through 2017. And then there was someone else for a couple of years and I now have it back again until the end of 2023. And I probably will be voted in again because I'm in the middle of a project and they don't like to change leaders when they're doing something specific. We became the Georgia chapter in 1996, which was a good 10 years after the Trail of Tears had been set up, which actually only started in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and went west. But as I mentioned before, it left off three states. (laughs) Yeah, you were telling me, so in 1987, there was a commemoration for the Trail of Tears, but they forgot several states and left them out. So which states did they leave out? Alabama, North Carolina, and Georgia. Wow, okay. So when did they fix this? We petitioned Congressman Womp, Zach Womp of Tennessee, to submit a bill that was tacked on to one of Obama's bills in 2006. Uh, They tacked on the H.R. 146 bill that officially added Georgia, North Carolina, and the rest of Alabama to the Trail of Tears. Up until that point, like I said, we've been actually a Georgia chapter since 1996, and there are nine total chapters, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. And those state chapters are all responsible for a segment of that Trail of Tears. However, because Georgia is what's considered the Eastern Cherokee Nation, and I'll explain that a little further in just a minute, we have more work that needs to be done here to designate sites that are still viable, and there are still sites that are viable in the state of Georgia. Anytime I pass a cabin that's covered over with asphalt shingling, I want to go rip it off because I know there's a cabin underneath. which probably dates to the Cherokees. So what we have uh, been doing at this point in time, we organized ourselves back in 1996 with Dola Davis and Patsy Egger was the first president of the organization. I got involved. Jim Burleson was a doctor that was here. He was very active in the genealogy society. And he says, you need to be involved in this Trail of Tears Association. And so I went to the first meeting and I saw that there were some things that needed to be done. 
So I was the first newsletter editor that they had for that. And then as time progressed, I became the vice president. And now I am the president trying to help out to identify sites that are still viable in the 12 counties that were originally set aside by the state of Georgia to be the the Georgia Cherokee Nation. So when they did this commemoration in 1987, how did they miss these states? I mean, was there not enough? Did they not have their history correct? Was there something missing? Did we learn stuff later? What? They knew that they wanted to commemorate the Trail of Tears and to give memory, but even the Cherokees didn't know their history. Wow. Okay. So it was a situation where everything, their traditions and everything was lost. Since that time period, becoming the Georgia chapter, we have tried to establish in all of the states those traditions and history. Can't say that we're really responsible for bringing the language back, but maybe we had a small part in that because we kept asking questions and kept talking to people about, you know, what's the history? Surprising how many people don't know their history. That can be said also for people who are Americans and who were born and raised here. They yeah. They had no idea how their family got here. So, You have meetings, a couple meetings per year to talk about the Trail of Tears. Tell me about these meetings, what you guys talk about, and when they we are. Have, we have a group of various researchers from various venues. We are not a professional group, but the majority of our membership are retired teachers, professors, archaeologists, architects. We have all kinds of people that do research. Right now, we're looking to have a grant applied so that we can go to Washington, D.C. to the archives. There's 500 boxes in the archives. that They're all related to this Cherokee removal, but they've not been cataloged. And so what we would like to do is to go and try and catalog that information. Most of it is militia records, But there is a volume of information in there on families and such. We're trying to give these people names. And once I've named everybody that's been in Gilmer County, I have found all the little communities that they lived in. I have listed all those families that were here with the help of about five other researchers who do that kind of thing. And But when we have our meetings, we try to have people that are knowledgeable about certain aspects of this history. And how many Cherokee natives do you know of right now that are living in Georgia? Um, There's 1,500 Cherokees that actually live in the state of Georgia. On top of this, at the Tabor House, you also have a section, a Native American section. Does that section also have uh, information about the Trail of Tears? What is it kind of talking about? Uh, that information's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Usually, um, we have about four of the volunteers are, are able to tell the story. And we usually start off with, and nobody really realizes that George Washington, when he was dealing with the Indians, was not president. He was the general of the Continental Army. And he and Henry Knox had the privilege of trying to figure out what to do with all the Indians that had sided with the British and took over the Georgia territory that went all the way to the Mississippi at that point in time. He gave 10 million acres, which basically is mostly in North Georgia, 
to the Cherokees, and he made them a sovereign nation. What does that mean? What does being a sovereign nation mean? Well, Georgia couldn't stand it when Georgia became a state. They got very bent out of shape and says, look, we don't need a foreign nation Mm -hmm. living in the state of Georgia. South and below Highway 20 that goes across to Birmingham, 20,000 acres was given to the Muscogee Creek Nation. These are all based on population for that time period. Georgia made sure that they got rid of the creeks right off, and they sent them to Alabama. Alabama didn't want them, so they ended up going to Arkansas. All righty. And so for people who want to find more information on the Georgia chapter of the Trail of Tears or even the National Association, where can they go to find this? You can look these up. Uh, The National Association is nationaltota.org, and that will take you right to that particular webpage. And then the nps.gov slash trte will take you to the National Park Service website that will tell you about the different states and what they have to offer. And then you have the gatrailoftears.com or .org, either one, and that will take you to the Georgia chapter. And of course, if they want to learn some more history in general, they can go to the Tabor House and check out your uh, Native American section, right? Right. And there's a map here at the chamber, which has all the sites that we have certified since 1996. And how many did you say that was? Uh, 17 at this point. Okay. And another thing that we do is we also sponsor the traveling trunk that's available at the Risa Center for the second graders. It's got actual artifacts in them and a teacher's program, which is also on our website. All right. Thank you, Leslie, for being on with me. You're welcome. And we're welcoming back Ron Cheslock. Been a little bit since we had you talking on on the uh, podcast. Good to see you. We want to go ahead and say that we are entering the month of June now. This is June 1st as of this air date. And therefore, we have a new swag item, which is going to be revolving around the beautiful summer weather and getting outside and planting your gardens. Ron, what do they have for this month's swag item? Yeah, Asa, thank you. So warmer temperatures, an opportunity to kind of get out in the garden. And our item this month is actually a set of three gardening tools and a nice little bag. It's the Pick LJ bag. And like in previous months, all you have to do is just stop in, get a picture of the item and post it uh, using our Pick LJ hashtag at the Downtown Welcome Center, which is 10 Broad Street or the Welcome Center slash business office over there just off of Highway 515. Thank you, Ron. And again, thank you to Leslie for being on with us again today at the Tabor House Museum. This has been the Pick LJ podcast. You'll hear this episode on Thursday at 5.15 p.m. on WLJA 101.1 FM, as well as WPGY 93.7 and 98.1 FM in 1580 a.m. You can hear this a day early by going to our website, wljaradio.com, clicking the podcast tab and clicking on the Pick LJ podcast, as well as some of your favorite streaming services like Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and others. Thank you to all of the members of the Gilmer Chamber, and we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.